Level up your hosting skills and become the master of your vacation rental business. The Level Up community will help you learn, grow, succeed, and profit. We arm you with the skills, tools, and motivation to get the most out of your businesses so you can cut out the busy work and get back to enjoying life, whether that's sipping margaritas on a beach or chilling with your family. We want you to work smarter, not harder. Make more without sacrificing more time. My name is John, and me and my good friend Tim are co-hosting this show to help you grow and succeed in the vacation rental game. So let's go. Let's get started. Today, Tim and I are going to talk about two big pieces of news that are affecting vacation rental owners and Airbnb hosts. One is in Atlanta. And Atlanta, in an effort to help renters and kind of alleviate some burden on the housing market, they're restricting how many Airbnbs you can actually have. And they're also restricting it to Atlanta residents only. So they're saying now you can operate two rentals and one of them has to be your primary residence. On another note, Disney and the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, are arguing about their special tax status. Well, why are we talking about this and what does it mean for vacation rental owners? Well, it means a lot because they're thinking if this goes through, then property taxes are going to be raised on residents of Osceola and Orange County. So what are we looking at, Tim? You know, it's a great question, John. And, and first and foremost, it's uh, it's great to be here. Um, it's it's a great pleasure to co-host this with you, and looking forward to doing this together. And uh, you know, working with the folks that have become part of our community. So, you know, as I hear this, what's going on in Atlanta? You know, that's interesting. Um, I think it was a year or two ago, Nashville did something similar to where they uh, started uh, no longer allowing short-term rentals in certain communities. Yeah. Now we see Atlanta taking the move of you know, saying there's a supply issue, so therefore they're going to limit to short-term rental. So John, you and I talk about this a lot. We can only control the things that we can control. And when you think about Atlanta, what's the best thing that we can do is, first of all, we've, as owners, we've got to stay informed. We have to know what's happening within communities that we're either buying in or that we already own in. But I think there's going to go be ongoing pressure on short-term rental owners. Part of it, John, and you may disagree with this, I think to some degree, short-term rentals in some communities like Nashville and maybe even Atlanta, they're getting a bad rap because you know what we see in the news is when that party happens in a short-term rental, it makes nationwide news. And I think communities are becoming a bit leery for short-term rentals. And I think the other thing we can do as owners is make sure that we're, we're running great businesses so that we don't give these communities reason to no longer allow short-term rentals. How do you think about it, John? I think, I think that's one big piece of it. The party situation has made national and global news because the parties are, let's say, really crazy and people are, have been getting hurt. So it's a safety issue too. And just uh, last week, we had the Pittsburgh issue with, with the, the two gentlemen that were shot um, and many others wounded just because Airbnb, like they, they, it's not their fault, but they're the platform that, that gave the ability for, for these people to go in and book the house and throw that kind of party. So there's a lot of pressure from this type of stuff happening. And there's also a lot of pressure from 
people not being being able to find an affordable place to rent. I'm not putting all of that on Airbnb either or short-term rental investors, but um, what's been going on in, with inflation, it's easy to blame someone for lack of housing supply. And the city council in Atlanta, they really have a, you know, a lot of ammunition to really crack down on what they see as is, is a big threat in their community. And a big, a big thing I want to add in here is that they're temporarily suspending parts of the ordinance. So while they figure this out, they're not going to, let's say, crack down right away with fines because they're still going through the motions to make sure that whatever legislation they're going to do, that it's fair for all parties involved. But this is a huge, huge change. And it can have repercussions for different cities as well, because as one government makes a move, others look to it as an example. And it's something that I'm a little bit nervous about, but we, we have to see. Only time can tell how it's going to affect all the other markets. Um, but Atlanta is a really big market for Airbnbs. It's one of the biggest, actually. And that restriction, we really don't know what's going to happen to the current owners. Like, what, what do you think you would do, Tim, if you invested in Atlanta, you had six units there, and then this came out? Like, how would you respond to that? You know? Well, I don't, I don't know there's much you can do, right? If you can no longer do short term rentals, um, I think as an owner, you've got to think about do you convert to a long term rental scenario, certainly make uh, less margin? Do you sell? Do you go to different markets? Um, you know, it, it really puts an owner in a tough situation, you know? It does. And there's right now, I'm looking at AirDNA as we speak, but it's saying there's 10,361 listings in Atlanta. So possibly some of those owners have to have more than one rental and they are going to be affected by this. So a lot of, a lot's at stake here. And it's not the only big change we're seeing. Um, now we're seeing another government move in Florida and although it seems unrelated because it has to do with Disney and their special tax status, they're saying that it may mean that Florida vacation rental owners may have increased property taxes and in the future years to come. And we don't know what for sure is going to happen, but what's happening in government is affecting the bottom line of our businesses. So uh, like, I don't know how much you know about the special tax status of Disney, but do you think it's going to affect us in Florida? You know, I, I think, John, uh, anyone who reads about this uh, would have to agree it's, it's very much a political issue. And I don't think any of us know how this will be settled between now and I think it's June of 2023 when um, they're proposing the special purpose district be eliminated. But the way I'm thinking about this is I can't control what happens on the political scene. There's not much I can do between what happens with the state of Florida and what happens with Disney. But if indeed property taxes go up and the short-term rental owner uh, is impacted by this and our property taxes go up, I think about this like anyone who runs a business. That's an expense of my business that has just gone up. And I have to put that into my performa. I've got to put that into my pricing model. And most likely, some of that cost would be passed on to the guest with higher rates. Um, and that's the way I think about this is in about a year, we'll, figure, we'll know more about how the state and how Disney's going to reconcile this feud. But as an owner, what I've got to be thinking about is my performa, my pricing model to make sure that once a decision is made, I am ready to not just absorb cost and make less money, but how to factor it into my pricing model. 
That's solid advice. And especially with the inflationary environment where now like a lot of owners are raising everything from clean fees to pool heating fees, um, nightly rates, everything's getting raised um, because it's here and uh, we're having to deal with it. And now there's these other factors and other issues with with how things are are going in government that are also going to have an impact on our, our nightly rates and our bottom line. So we just have to stay abreast of the news and know what's going on because everything is connected and something that happens somewhere, we may think it's not happening to our market, but it can very well happen to ours. Um, just, I just got news um, today, an article came out about armed thieves following men back into a Los Angeles Airbnb. They stole $75,000 worth of items, according to the police. So this Holy is another, yeah, this is another example. It was called the follow home robbery, but the criminals targeted someone at an Airbnb, followed them in and sold $75,000 of valuables. And it's not giving the short-term rental accommodation a good rep. And this is happening day in and day out. Um, uh, 18 hours ago, they just said that another Airbnb party left the property with $5,000 of damage in Pigeon Forge. So this is happening not only on like a once a month basis, but like on a, a daily basis now. Um, and that's why we see a lot of cities and governments taking these steps um, to take more control. But as with anything, as they take control, it does have repercussions with hosts and owners. And we just need to stay on top of this because it, it seems like it's an every other day thing now, Tim. Every other day, something crazy happens. And that's what worries that's- you're right. And that's really what worries me the most is we don't want the industry to get a bad reputation. And you're right. It seems like every situation that happens in a short-term rental hits national news. Pittsburgh is a good example. That was in national news for, for a couple of days. So that's what keeps me up at night is the reputation of the industry. And, and all of us as owners need to do everything we can to support growing the industry in a very thoughtful, a very meaningful, uh, and a very responsible manner so that this reputation doesn't cause cities like Atlanta or Nashville or other cities considering it, um, not allowing short-term rentals. Absolutely, Tim. And I think we need to do our part as hosts and we need to really tell our guests that they're safe and show them what steps we've taken to make sure that they're safe when they're vacationing with us. Because as guests see this, they think twice about booking with us, right? Because they, they think that if it's that dangerous, they should go to a hotel, right? And we That's need right. to reassure them that what we have, whether it's surveillance at the front door or alarm systems or security at the gate, right? That that stuff works. It works as it's advertised so that they can feel safe when they're vacationing in a short-term rental. And that's it's what a great point. Is. Yeah, it's a great point. And maybe, John, in the future, we can talk to our, uh, to our folks here in the community about you know, technologies they can use to provide that type of an environment, you know, technology that works, technology that works to support the owner and the guest, and might be a great topic for the future because you're absolutely right. That's the kind of action that we can all take to really build up the reputation of the industry. Right. Because our community, we could take one or two forks in the road. One, one fork in the road, if we take that left turn, it's no rules, wild west, something crazy happens at the short-term rental. Should I stay there? I don't know. And then if we take the other turn, we can really have our industry branded kind of similar to hotels where it's a safe accommodation. You know what to expect. You know you're going to get quality. You know it's going to be clean. You know it has value and you know what you're getting into. And that, that's what we as hosts can do 
for the community. That's what we could do for all short-term rental owners. If we just take it one step at a time and make sure in our rental that we're doing the right thing, right? And, exactly sharing, right. That, and sharing that good news with everyone so they can do the right thing too. Hold on. And um, one, one last question, Tim, because with this housing shortage, we keep hearing that, like that Airbnb is restricting renters. They're restricting the purchases of homes at an affordable price. Do you believe there's validity in that? Or do you think that it's you know, a way to point out a boogeyman for what it's a bigger problem? Yeah, it's, it's Tim's opinion for what it's worth. Right. So what, what, do, what do we know? We know that housing prices have been going up. And even with the interest rate going up to rates that we haven't seen in a long time, um, properties are still selling at a very high premium. Now, I think I saw today that housing sales for March dropped quite a bit. So we, we might start seeing a reversal. But uh, we know that folks trying to buy their first home, it's tough right now. Not only are interest rates high, but the price of real estate is exceptionally high as well. I personally think some of these communities that are no longer allowing or they're restricting short-term rentals, they're using that as an excuse. And I think possibly the story behind the story is this growing reputation that short-term rentals are having. That's what worries me. Um, and I think we need to keep our eye on other cities, other communities, and how they're reacting to some of these things. But I do think there might be um, this bubbling up behind the scenes, and they're using the economy as a uh, as a scapegoat. That's Tim's opinion for what it's okay. worth. Okay, it's please, a valid opinion. I, I, I think the same. So, yeah, please know all the audience. That's just my opinion. So, yeah, <laughs> no, it's a valid. Everyone's opinion is valid, but I actually think the same exact thing you do. And you know, only time will tell. I mean, Airbnb is going to set their quarterly earnings on Tuesday. So although I'm not invested in their stock, I'm anxious to see how all this stuff in the news is going to impact their earnings because it's been a lot of things that have changed, like the cancellation policy, refund and rebooking policy, um, all the stuff on the national news. So only time's going to tell on Tuesday what that, what that does for the company and, and how they speak about all this that we've been talking about on the podcast in the last few weeks. But I hope that we do get some answers on the refund and rebooking policy there. And I do hope that they address a lot of the safety concerns that guests have. Um, because that's It's a great point. It's a, it's, a, it's a great point, John. We should all be listening to the quarterly earnings and how they talk about not only those earnings, but how they're thinking about the future. It's going to give us as owners in the industry a lot of information about what we can expect in the future. Uh, sometimes it's reading between the lines, but uh, maybe uh, next week we can dissect that quarter release and uh, give the folks our thoughts and opinions on what we heard. Absolutely. And next week for all of our listeners, Tammy is a very talented designer and she's going to be on our show to discuss all of the ways that she designs homes for maximum profitability and maximum enjoyment of guests. And we're super excited to have her on. Um, Tim, can you speak to uh, how you know Tammy and and some of the experience you have with her? I know she designed your house. <laughs> so if yeah, that, that I'm looking cool. forward to this conversation. You know, John, I've shared this story with you many times, but uh, when I was looking for someone that could design, furnish, inspire, uh, I talked to at least 
10 different groups. Uh, and Tammy is the one that really jumped out. Number one, she's a great person. And I like to work with great people and, and people that, uh, that I trust and who are incredibly talented. And she's all of those things. She taught me a lot about uh, how to think about your home and how to create the wow factor that will drive you know, higher revenue. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to share that with our entire audience. And um, I think we're going to have Tammy on next week. We'll share a lot more with all of our audience about who Tammy is, the name of her company, her background. And I think we'll have a great conversation. But um, for everyone, here's the teaser. She is a great person who I think is the very best, not just in Florida, mm-hmm. but the very best at what she does and can really help owners think about their home and uh, and how to make it an even better business. So uh, I'm eager to do this and I'm looking forward to it. This has been another episode of Level Up where Tim and I provide you with education, motivation, and practical strategies and tactics to optimize your profitability. Do you want to join our community? Please visit levelupbnb.io. We will be posting content that will keep you up to date and we're going to release a get started toolkit for you that has lots of free and useful templates you can use for your very own vacation rental business. So thanks for tuning in and adios amigos. Take care.